This meeting is being recorded by the host of I've discovered new things. New things. Some new things. Yeah. Like Columbus discovering a whole new world. <laughs> now you can conquer those indigenous things and steal all their gold. Cleanly. <laughs> Well, while we're talking about gold, let's do some comedy gold right now. All right, that's right. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. And today we are coming at you on the week of August 23rd, 2022. Only one more week to Labor Day. Or wait. Yeah, Labor yeah. Day. Uh, we are in season two, show 42, episode 94. Counting down six weeks away from you a lot. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. Honey, I'm your host, Keith, and join with me in this corner weighing in at, <laughs> I'm not going to say how many pounds is. <laughs> 360. Oh. 360-pound Terry. Against 125 kilos. Yeah. 125 pounds. Little Yeah. We can always use our mental image of that. Sure. Maybe on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there she'd probably be like, you know, 10 pounds. You should convert <laughs> over to Celsius. It's a lot smaller. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we know her weight is not 125, but anyway, there we are. <laughs> do some podcast reversed it and it's 521 <laughs> anyway TMI I'm sure people don't want to know but hey we like to start off our podcast with a little segment called what's new does anyone have a question and it could be classic family story reading what you're doing I got just a little blur but I know it's very has a bunch of news to talk about I know, but see, I just got something else too. Like yesterday, I got up and I I have dentures. I think everybody might may have known that since we've talked about that before, <laughs> and the swallowing of the teeth. Um, but uh, I had my dentures on my desk yesterday, and somehow I was reaching for my uh, headphones and. My lower dentures hit the floor and busted in half. Oh, good thing you get some new ones, huh? Fortunately, I was going to go to the dentist at three o'clock yesterday afternoon to get a new set made. I'm in the process, but and so right. I'll be you getting glue my, these together for me. <laughs> I'll be getting my top dentures on Halloween. Yeah, but they haven't even started on the ones I broke. You gotta get some vampire fangs on them. <laughs> so fortunately, insert a gold tooth in there. I still have my very first set of dentures from 2008 
Those are his baby dentures. Now he's got his grown-up dentures. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had to dig, blow the dust off of them. The bottoms, anyway. The top ones are the ones that's missing the teeth. Well, I still have the teeth, but they haven't been put back in. But anyway, I had that going on, so... But then I got all this neat stuff that I had Christmas in August huh? had got <laughs> from the VA that my stuff broke. Oh. I've been accumulating things that's been broken. It didn't all break at once, but yeah, we we mentioned that <laughs> last week on our anchor topic a little bit, as I recall. And now you, you had the delivery you were talking about yeah. last week. They sent me because I, I work or go to school, they sent me a toner cartridge for my printer and I got my replacement bone conducting earbuds. Yeah. I got a new Victor reader. I got a uh, keyboard. A new keyboard for my computer that uh-huh. I broke. And then I got a an electric razor to shave my face. Oh, I told him he must, have had, he must have looked burly when he went to see that lady last yeah. week. Looking kind of scruffy there, Terry. You need one of these. And last but not least, I got a talking microwave. Yeah. And, and you're going to demonstrate them all on Anchor Topic later, right? Yeah. He's going to shave and let us all listen. And then they sent me some bump dots. Let me feel your cheeks. <laughs> then they sent me some bump dots and Velcro to mark the stuff with, you know. Oh. And I, th- I think there was one more thing, but I'm not sure what it was. Maybe it'll come to me. Anyway, that's. Yeah. I think that was everything that you told me. Oh, all right. Do you have anything new to talk about this week? Or well, I went to the doctor yesterday too. Update on my broken leg. It's healing. Yes, yeah, I seen you went to the orthopedic sporting injury doctor. Uh, You're gonna play right sports. That's where I've been going. I think you're gonna go to play soccer. I was playing hockey on the ice when I broke my leg. (laughs) February. But uh yeah, they said everything's looking good and I don't have to go back for another six months. I think they want to bleed money from me though. They want me to go six months and then a year and then a year every year. And I was like, I think I might skip. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'll just conveniently forget to make that appointment. You're playing football or something every year. Uh, Yeah, I I guess I could say, I told him I said in February is when they want me to come back. And if there's we can stay eligible for playing sports in high school, they want you to play on the ground in February. I won't be coming out. (laughs) (laughs) They want you to play on the ice. (laughs) You're on your way to your appointment in February. And well, you fall on the ice. Break your leg. (laughs) Thanks, doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I done told him. I said, if anything, if it's snowy, <laughs> rainy, slick out here, you won't see me. Mm-mm. Well, learn that lesson, huh? Yeah. Skiing from the front steps, no. Oh, and the weirdest <laughs> thing was the doctor, there's a new lady doctor at this place. I forget her name. Uh, but she said her daughter, which I didn't, she didn't say how old she was, has a break similar to mine that she did in December. She fell in a volcano. I didn't ask any other questions because I was just like, a volcano? <laughs> wow. Where is there a volcano for her to fall in? Well, you know, when we have dinner sometimes, we have mashed potatoes and our grandson makes it into a volcano with gravy in it. I'm sure so doctors have enough money. They probably potatoes. were on vacation somewhere where there was a volcano. But, and she probably yeah, didn't fall. I, I saw a friend of mine from high school is vacationing in Hawaii. Yeah, and, and one of our brothers was on the volcano. Alaska. Oh, did he? 
Yeah, I, I know he posted that story about dropping his cheap sunglasses and, and losing them until the mermaid found it for him. Yeah. <laughs> Proving that you can never lose Juno. cheap sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I told him, when you get to Alaska, call me. I want to say I talked to somebody from Alaska or in Alaska. Yeah, I've <laughs> talked to somebody in Alaska before. Why do you think they'll talk Eskimoan to you? Maybe. Uh, Eskimoan. Eskimoan, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, or whatever tribes they have up there. I'm not up on all that. The Inuits or something. Oh. But uh, hey, we went to a lunch over the weekend. I think it was Monday, Friday. It could have been Saturday. I don't remember now. And uh, it, my son from Kansas that was in town because a friend of his got married and they went to a wedding, I think in Collinsville. They didn't have much time. They were just taking their like a long weekend and making a long road trip and going to the wedding and going back home. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had to cross paths where we could. And while he was uh, visiting one person or another, he stopped in Edwards, not Edwardsville, Effingham. And we all went to Culver's. And we had, you know, a burger and fries and the typical Culver's menu items. And I thought, you know, I haven't had this a long time. I want to get me a root beer float. And my says, I'll actually even pay to upsize it to a large root beer float. And they're like, okay, here's your cups, your drinks. We'll bring the float out to your table later. Right. Okay. So I'm enjoying my meal. And then I get to the point where I'm going to have a sip of my float. And so I'm reaching around. I can't find it. They didn't bring me the float. So my wife gets up, gets it, brings it back. By this time, I got my food pretty much all gone. And uh, of course, as, as it is, little baskets there on the table in front of you where it belongs, and your drink would naturally be like behind that area. And she says, your drink's in front of you. I'm like, okay. So I reached out for where the drinks should be sitting and there's no drinks there and uh she goes no it's in front of you and so i pull my hands back gently a little bit closer and then next thing i know my float is toppling over uh towards my lap Uh oh! i do what you do you jump back i was trying to push the chair back so i could put some distance between me and the uh the root beer shower (laughs) But the chair didn't slide. It tipped back. And I thought, I, you know, in a fraction of a second, I thought, well, I could just, you know, go with it and just sit here and get wet, or I can just keep on pushing it back and tip it over, and I'll just, you know, land on the floor, which is what I did. Uh-oh. And it's like, well, that's what I intended to do. Once once I wanted to avoid having a sticky root beer shower. So this entire large root beer float is now on the floor and of course people get it all cleaned up and they come out and they do an accident report and if you have any trouble and you you heard it all I'm like nope there's no trouble and there hasn't been any trouble but my wife was like if if that was me I would have been like I busted ribs and wrenched back and (laughs) I I guess I had more padding so so did you get another float? I'm hoping and yeah, they brought out one, but it was a medium. It's like uh, I want the large one. Yeah, and, uh, and so I managed you to get handle you know, a large. I guess not. 
this is too much to handle. So I got home later. We had, you know, dinner and was passing out, you know, food and drinks. Of course, my root were float. You're never, you're not getting away. Never <laughs> <laughs> again. Come on. <laughs> so it was kind of been an off and on running joke since then as I want to river float. <laughs> we'll give you one at the code barn. You need <laughs> but nope, still haven't, still haven't showed any signs of being hurt. Like, well, I, I kind of knew as soon as the chair snagged, I mean, kind of in, in the instant, kind of make a judgment call. It's like, you know, I, I can either go with it, and because I'm going with it, I'm already in mode to break fall. <laughs> I figured you'd say when you tip backwards in the chair, your feet flip the table up on everybody else. That would have been funny, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a nice visit. It was a nice meal or, or than that. They got your picture. They're never going to let you in the restaurant again. <laughs> Watch out for this guy. <laughs> no root beer floats for him ever. Well, anyway, that's kind of all I got. So, and bring him anyway. Are we ready for a random topic? Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a new one on the wheel. Should we spin the wheel? And I'll make it stop on it anyway. We can just do our <laughs> new random topic. Yeah. Spin the at, wheel anyway. We like that sound effect. Edit point. Here we go. We're going to do a made-up movie review because made-up movie review, it, it's actually was a segment that I had uh, lined up for us to do sometime um, as a regular segment, and we, we just never did it. And the way it works is I'm going to go to a website here that has recently released movies. And just based off the title, we're going to make up the review of what it's about. Here we go. This is from a website called Movie Insider. Movies coming out this week. House of the Dragon. Has anyone ever heard of that? No. House of the Dragon. I'll list off the top three here. The Runner, rated R. I didn't understand. You. Running with the devil. For the <laughs> uh, so those are the the first three at list. You want to take any one of those? Sure. If, if, you, if you heard of one, you, you automatically cannot take that one. I haven't heard of any of them. <laughs> so those are our, our top three that are coming out this week. Running with the devil, running, which is rated R, and House of the Dragon. So uh, what's our made up movie review for one of those? I like the House of the Dragon. All right. What's I that think, movie about, according to Jill? I think it's about a dragon. Who lives in the house? Like, <laughs> he lives in a house. It's like the monsters with a dragon under the steps. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm assuming it's going to be some kind of an Asian movie with the karate involved, the dragon that does karate. Oh. What was the movie title? The well, House this one's House of the Dragon. I saw that movie. Is it? What? <laughs> well, if you saw it, then you're disqualified from commenting on it. Yeah, you got to be quiet, because if you know what it's about, you got to be quiet. Because we have to make this up, because I don't know. It's about 
a drag now, my, my thought was it's like the house of mouse with mickey mouse it's like an animated movie with dragons and they do like children's stuff like peach dragons yeah, yeah there you go puff the magic dragon <laughs> house of the rising dragon daddy you want does terry want to take either running or running with what was it called running with the devil Running with the devil. You could have picked a different one and then make up what it's about. Because if you heard of that one, you got to pick one that's, out. Here. That's like whenever you get get out of the army and you go and you go running and you go running with the devil. So you're the drill sergeant is the devil, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sure seems that way when you're in boot camp. <laughs> have you ever met any of your drill instructors after boot camp? No, I, I met one of them. He, he's an all right, guy. I went to I went to Germany, and we heard that one of our drill sergeants went to prison for. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, sexual misconduct. Well, I actually have the real review here. Do you want to read what the real review is? Sure. Running with the Devil is a documentary. Uh, he's the original computer genius gone rogue, inventor of one of the most successful and most hated pieces of software of all time, McAfee antivirus. At his peak, John McKee was worth a dollar one million, but when his neighbor was murdered, McAfee went on the run and invited a film crew with him. That's the, the, the little blurb it has under the heading. <laughs> so that's what we're running with the devil is actually about. Um, the other one that we commented about was um, House, House of the Dragon. Dragon. Let me get back up on that. a Bruce there. Lee movie. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Um, it's a series based on George R. Martin's Fire and Blood, the series set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Tells the story of how Scargarian Patty Cons anyway, it's it's a sequel prequel series to uh, Game of Thrones. Hmm. That's what that one's that's supposed to be. Dragon. But does it say if there's a dragon living uh, in this house? <laughs> well, there's a more. Um, let's see. I think there's a more link. Let's see. Was that I guess not. Hmm. I thought there was a link that said more. But I guess not. It just gives that little blurb. I think it's Game of Thrones, where I had the lady with the dragons in it. I think. I don't know. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I thought it was a game. No. Game of Thrones. House Starkarian. Kings and queens, and and it gives a list of stars in it. Oh, there's there's a, there's a more link. Let me click on that. There's a lot of sex back in them days too. No, it just it just gives more of the cast members. Oh. Anyway, there's our made up movie reviews. <laughs> 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 totally made up because we don't have a clue what the movies are. It's just nope. a list off of this webpage. <laughs> movie Insider. I saw that movie. I saw it. <laughs> So with all that uh, randomness out of the way, we are ready for our next segment. I don't know what that is. Daddy, I'm in love. Oh, that again. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics. 
Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. that Terry is always over-prepared for. <laughs> he likes news. I got a story. Um, I'll get out of my bear stories, I guess. In Georgia, in Alpharetta, we've heard of that place. We got an um, uncle that lived there for a while. Yeah. There was a, a bear that was at the mall. And he was trying to open the doors and get inside. <laughs> the lady was uh, Joe McKenna Douglas was shot, was getting ready to go to the movie theater. And she looked over and she saw a big black bear trying to open the door and come in the mall. <laughs> and he just wanted the, to do the some bear just want to have a fun time watching the movie. She filmed it on her camera because she said, nobody's going to believe I saw a bear at the mall. And wow. so, <laughs> he was there to watch that new Yogi Bear movie, I guess, huh? <laughs> or maybe Smokey and the Bear or whatever it's called. Smokey and the Bands, I was thinking of, sorry. But he didn't try once. He tried several doors pulling on them. They were locked, of course. But Come on. I want, I want to see the movie. I want some popcorn, some movies. <laughs> and then it just sat there, sat there waiting like a dog waiting for its owner. She says, just "Waiting <laughs> because the the park ranger from Yogi Bear was inside." Come on, ranger, ranger <laughs> name, whatever her name is. I'll wait for you, I guess. Or the boo boo. Let me in. <laughs> let me in. <laughs> Where did you say that was at? What city or state? In Alpharetta. Georgia. Okay. Oh, I think she was she went to the movie to go see House of the Dragon, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was running with the devil. <laughs> then oh. then the bear. Uh waiting like a dog. And then Oh yeah, car, it has to get away. A car honked its horn. A car honked its horn and the bear ran off into the woods. Hmm. But he grabbed a garbage can. I'm taking these snacks with me, all right? <laughs> Will it be? I'm going to take these snacks. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got on that one. The bears uh, are getting crazy. My first one is about a monkey that called 911. Did it have monkey pox? Um, no, a mischievous monkey 
got a cell phone out of a golf cart that they used in this San Luis Obispo County Sheriff's Office got this phone call from a 911 dispatcher and when they tried to call back nobody answered so they sent the police out to see what was going on and uh, when they got there they said nobody had called 911 so they kept investigating and figured out it was this this little monkey yeah it was a let's see a wildlife sanctuary they, they probably had it, had it pre-programmed on the on a button or something yeah they they said these kind of monkeys they like to push buttons but then it could have been oh they're pushing your buttons all right <laughs> it could have been uh you push each button one button on each side of your phone and it automatically calls so it could have just been when you picked it up and mm-hmm. held it too tight but this was a poochie and monkey named rue uh, that called them. Let me see. Yeah. The Poochian well, monkey. When there, we were in Panama, we had gotten this a new uh, AT&T slimline phone and you could pre-program the police on one button and the fire department on the other button. And we did that until one, my son saw the pretty red button. And he just <laughs> had to press it. <laughs> they called the, the fire department. Well, it's emergency. I'm like, um, sorry. So we deprogrammed it so they didn't do net. <laughs> right. <laughs> like if the house burns down, suffer. <laughs> You're just going to have to escape on your own. But that's about all there was to that story that this monkey thought he needed 911. And yeah. of course, he was already in a sanctuary. Emergency <laughs> about a bananas. I need a banana. <laughs> Bring me some food. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, um, troopers report drunk woman drives golf court on a highway. This uh, happened in Titusville, Florida. A woman with an open bottle of Jack Daniels in a bag was arrested for driving a golf court on Florida's busiest highway while drunk. The 58-year-old woman, how old are you, Joe? <laughs> You've been in Florida, have you? Uh, uh, she was arrested um, on a Saturday night on I-95. She's now facing misdemeanor charges of disorderly intoxication in a public place and resisting arrest with thrown officer without violence. <laughs> oh. I don't want to go to jail. No. Uh, I'm nonviolent, though. Uh, um. But um, let's see, according to the police report, a semi-truck driver spotted the woman in the center lane on I-95, which is in the heart of Florida. And the truck driver uh, said they observed uh, the driver of the golf cart while they were out in their truck driving. And they used their semi to steer the golf cart towards the shoulder. Uh, once on his shoulder, the truck driver grabbed the keys to the golf cart as the woman tried to drive away. Troopers arrived at the scene, and the woman started arguing with them and insisted that she needed her bag inside of her bag. The troopers found the open bottle of Jack Daniels. 
If this golf cart was on the highway, what's the top speed for a golf cart? It doesn't seem like it'd be that fast. Uh, Yeah, that's all she wanted was her bag of uh, Jack Daniels. I don't think they have an odometer on them. They could probably go maybe. They could probably go about 30 30 miles an hour. They don't don't go super fast, but they'd go enough for keeping up with in-town traffic, just not highway traffic. Uh And I-95 is the interstate that goes north and south through the busiest parts of Florida. Hmm. Anyway, back on Terry. Okay, I've got another big black bear story. <laughs> the this bears have it. Place in Hartford, not here in Illinois. I was going to say, wait a minute, Hartford? <laughs> <laughs> Hartford, Connecticut. There uh-huh. you go. A man was out doing yard work at his home, doing yard work, and he went inside to get a drink. He found a black bear snacking in his kitchen. <laughs> and the bear just wanted to have one. The, the bear was eating marshmallows and peanut butter crackers that he had left on the counter. <laughs> he was trying to make a s'more. What's the chocolate? It was really his wife, and they were preparing lunch for him. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> She had on her fur coat. <laughs> His name was Bill, not the bear. The guy. His name was Bill. Bill started yelling at the bear, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" And he just yeah. chasing him outside, which I think that's weird. Surprise the bear is like, "You're not going to chase me out of here." Yeah. <laughs> the bear had broken through a screen door. The, the garage had been ransacked a few days earlier, <laughs> and they suspect the same black bear was behind both incidences. That troublemaking bear. Uh, oh, and oh. then he took off in a golf cart and ran into the movie. <laughs> like he would watch the movie. He was late for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to that one. So that on there, little twist. Took off. Took off. Well, any my next story is for any of you guys that kept your mullets from years ago. <laughs> Capture bullets. Your mullets, your hairstyle. Your cut. Oh, mullet. Okay. Business in the front and party in the back. Yeah. They're having a contest to see who has the best mullet. (laughs) Oh, your husband's never pretty good mullet back in the day. Joe Dirt. Right now they're doing the kids' ages. You can vote for them online until the end of August, but this web this didn't give me a website to give people to vote. But uh, right now it's for youth and kids, uh, teenagers and kids. Hmm. And uh, you vote online. Right now, any men that are out there, you're out of luck, but they do have it later. They have 25 finalists for the kids group whittled down from 700 and the teens have 11 finalists whittled down from only 80, so 
Yeah, they, they have it for kids because if, if, a, if an adult had it, they would probably look pathetic because they probably wouldn't have any hair anyway on, the, on their head. So all they really could grow would be a mullet off the back. <laughs> bald, a bald dude with a long hair on the back. Yeah. Like an old hippie or something. Yeah. <laughs> Each of these categories will get a trophy and two thousand five hundred dollars for having the best mullet. So oh. hmm. I wonder what makes a mullet so better than another. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they like carve lightning bolts in their head along with it or something. There you go. It's just a haircut. I mean, it's like a buzz cut with a slung in the back. <laughs> right. I think it was uh Achy breaky heart. What was that guy? Billy Ray oh, Cyrus. Yeah, that guy. He was one of the first ones that I've ever known to have those. He moments. he made it really big. Well, the first person I knew to have one was your husband. Yeah. And at, at the time, I I couldn't grow one if I wanted to because I was in the military and you had to have a cut military. Right. And then <laughs> and by the time I got out, the bullet was already going away. My second daughter, so much like her dad, she wanted to have it too, so she got the same haircut. Oh, which daughter was that? After. Oh. When she was little. She would probably, you know, be rocking the hairdo. Yeah. We have a, a little girl. Well, she's not in the house. She's she's at the, the old church house. But she apparently had lice when she was visiting her mom in Springfield. Oh. And, as you do, you can't get rid of them, so they give her a buzz cut. So she's been rocking the buzz cut going to kindergarten. Oh, <laughs> nobody's making fun of a little girl for having a What's buzz cut. She <laughs> was horrified to go to school because she did not want kids to see her in that haircut. But she went, and she's pretty happy because you know, I guess people liked it or whatever. Ah. She was thrilled. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, maybe she'll start something new for little girls. Uh, yeah, well, her big sister, she had had to have a buzz cut because she had this self-inflicted haircut that had to be repaired. Yeah. <laughs> and she she was looking good in it, too. I mean, so the little one, not so much, according to what grandma says. But uh... <laughs> yeah, I got one more here. Okay. It is about a guard cat who prevents a would-be robbery. Uh, now, this happens in Tupelo, Mississippi. His The cat, Bandit, alerted his owner that two men were trying to break into the back door of his home in uh, Tupelo, Mississippi, northeast Mississippi. Um, Fred Everett um it says where to go um 20 pound cat 
lives with her retired owner, Fred Everett, in her suburb of Belden. When two people tried to break into their shared home last week, the cat did everything she could to alert Everett of the danger. He told the newspaper, uh, you hear of guard dogs, said Everett, who is age 68. This is a guard cat. <laughs> a 20-pound guard cat. If I went, raw. <laughs> 20 pounds is a big cat. Uh, the attempted robbery occurred sometime between 2.30 and 3 a.m. Um, he was first awoken by bandits' meows in the kitchen. Then she rushed into the bedroom, jumped onto the bed, and began pulling the comforter off of him and clawing at his arms. He knew something was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. Because <laughs> uh, cats don't normally get that aggressive, but they start pulling their blankets off of you when you're sleeping. Could be a problem. She had never done that before, he said. I went, What in the world is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> meow, someone's stealing my cat food. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Make them stop. Don't care about your money. You're going to get my cat food. Um, but he got up to investigate. He saw three men with a, one with a handgun outside the back door. One was trying to pry the door open with the crowbar. Uh, but uh, by the time he retrieved the handgun to return to the kitchen, the intruders had already fled. And he did not call the police or just called the newspaper, I guess. So. The regard wow. cat and the guy with the gun chased off three bad guys. <laughs> That's pretty pretty good. Got an attack cat. <laughs> yeah. More stories. This one's a world record story. Another world record. A the headline is a Lego train breaks world record with 110 cars made by a bear <laughs> <laughs> no. no bear was involved in this a New Zealand teenager <laughs> New Zealand teenager Alexander Blong Blong, a teenager. That's the name. Huh? He was inspired. That rings a bell. Blong. <laughs> he was inspired by a television, local te television show about a big long train that circles the globe. Oh. And so he was bored during the Corona shutdown, and he. Started building it. It took him 50 hours to make the train. It was 82 feet long, this train, out of hmm. Lego blocks. Now, it doesn't say how many blocks it took, and it didn't say whether or not he had square wheels or round ones. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I, wow. I mean, I, I wouldn't think that I mean, they do have wheels because you can get kits with wheels like right. said before, but 
you know, just doesn't mean it had to actually move or roll, but you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to Munich, Germany, where to to the botanical garden they had Lego things made, a totem pole and a lion. That doesn't mean that it would move. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's all I got on that story. Just uh, all right. Like, you know, 80, eighty-two. Well, I, I know I don't have any more. Do you have any more, Joe? Nope. Oh, I got another one. Another world record story of oh. a, a two a two bears and two world records, huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a let's see. Where'd the headline go on this one? A monster truck breaks the record of going a hundred and one miles an hour wow in ohio a that's pretty fast for a monster truck yeah they usually just plow over did, did the police catch them <laughs> <laughs> well they were on a track but no oh 101.84 miles an hour it was a, a truck called Bad Habit. If anybody out there knows their monster trucks, <gasps> Bad Habit was the name of the truck. Went 101 miles an hour woo, by a teenager. Hmm. To get his license. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine being his driving instructor? Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Where's the break at? <laughs> and Summit Motors. Park. Wow. Uh, Joel Sylvester was clocked at 101 miles per hour, setting the record. Normally they don't go fast, they just crush cars. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they just drive <laughs> on the tops of cars and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see him jump a ramp and jump over two motorcycles or something. I saw the motorcycles jumping over them. <laughs> Uh-oh. put some pedestrians down there jump over well, that one story you had a couple weeks ago about the little girl limbo and under yeah she a little... monster truck <laughs> yeah i still that's yeah yeah that's all the news i got well i got more news right. i got about eight more stories but that's well not... i mean we can dedicate a whole news segment to theory sometime if you really want to but <laughs> Well, I, I didn't even look this week because they had some leftovers for the past couple of weeks. Call in. Tell us. Call in now. <laughs> Here's the phone number. Defending your right to conduct your business without interference from who? Well, it's then uh, time to move on to our next thing we talk about. Jill's Weird on words. Weird words. Educate us on those word words. Some body parts that you didn't know how to name. That's what you call it. Yep. It says <laughs> the human body is very complex. It's made up of what? 11 major organs. Wait a minute. Let me hear this again. With interchangeable parts like Legos. 11 major organ systems, over 206. 206 bones. bones 
and more than 640 skeletal muscles. Oh. And that's before you get to the molecular uh, system. <laughs> but now let's go. That's all I wanted to say about that. I thought that was kind of interesting. All the body wow. parts. All the body parts. Parts is parts. Everybody shut up. <laughs> Agnestis. It, does, it, it, it doesn't believe in God. You have a body part that doesn't <laughs> believe in God. It's agnostic. <laughs> yeah, that one, I didn't get the spelling of these. I don't know why, but... Uh, that's the body part? That's a body part that you didn't it, know you had. Agnostic. Uh, Agnesta. Uh, Agnesta, that's where you put your eggs in. So it's that oh, body nest? part. <laughs> what? In your, in your neck. nest? Like nest oh, on your neck. Oh. <laughs> so so you, you, you can nest a phone, like when you hold it between your neck and your shoulder. You can nest your phone receiver there. And <laughs> eat an egg, too. And <laughs> eat an egg. <laughs> egg nesting. And you're going to put it in your mouth. This weird. This word means... It's kind of strange. It means that itch on your back that you just can't reach. That's what that spot is called. The part of your back you can't reach? Mm-hmm. That is your uh, agnostic. Back in the day, I could reach all the parts of my I back. I have got a back scratcher that, was, that will find it. That's why back scratchers were invented. <laughs> no. I get one right here at my desk, too. I do, too. <laughs> yep. Our next one is anatomical snuff box. <laughs> anatomical snuff box? Yeah. That's <laughs> where you keep your tobacco at so you can snuff. Yeah, that kind of gives it away. Dip your snuff. You, uh, your butt. <laughs> yeah, you don't put snuff on your butt. It might burn a little bit. Have that burn there and get fire. <laughs> well that's your what did you say it's an anatomical snuff box it's the area between oh this word means if you want to put in the music the area between your thumb and your first finger oh that that's part this part that's where you put the salt at when you drink margaritas. You lick your lick that part. Well, Back in the olden days, they would put snuff right there. You which put is your, like, snuff, your your powdered tobacco. You put it right yeah. there. We we used to do it in Germany. Uh, Germany ground smokeless tobacco in that spot. And yeah, it's like powder. You put it there. You go <laughs> your nose. Snorted up your nose. It's like uh. that's the only thing I've ever snorted up my nose. Anyway, besides snot. Our next word, it sounds like she's saying the campus. I wish I would have spelled these. The hippocampus is part of your brain, ain't it? The hippocampus is where, where big, large water animals go to college. The hippos go to college on, on the hippocampus. Oh. <laughs> Any guesses, Terry? You knew body parts and words that I didn't know you would know. If, that, if that's the word, it is part of your brain. 
Well, dang. Part of your brain. Well, according to this, it's maybe you flunked that class. Area between your upper and lower eyelid on the inner side towards your nose. Oh, where your, your tear ducts are at. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who came up with this list, but. Kidoki. <laughs> and it even tells you the little red thing there where your tear, uh, what your tear duct is. Mm-hmm. It's it's called the lacrimal caracle. <laughs> <laughs> the whack-a-mole caracle. Yeah, you can remember to say all that. You can whack a mole right there in your eyeball. Let me punch you in the eye. Whack-a-mole. I whacked a mole. Lacrimal caracle or something like that. Caringle. So if you ever go to the doctor and you want to impress her, talk to her yeah. about your. I, I have her problem with my whack-a-mole caracle and my hippocampus. What? <laughs> Uh, your hand. Oh, you like this next word. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. It's actually, some of them are more than one word, of course, but they're body parts. But it, they're the dimples of Venus. The dimples of what? Venus. Venus. Oh, wow. Penis. I thought you said penis. <laughs> Do I, I'm thinking it's the same area, only it's on the female part. <laughs> well. Turn it around, guys. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. The butt. On, the, on your butt, it's your rear butt dimples. Yeah, your butt dimples. Your, your butt dimples. <laughs> that's, just... <laughs> and that's what the dimples of Venus is your butt dimples. So I, I've heard people have dimples on their cheeks, but on those cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> This uh, is where your sacroiliac joins your uh, what's that other thing back there? Uh, the tailbone back there? area. Your sacroiliac joins oh. your tailbone area back there. Oh, well, that's the, what the, forms It's called your coccyx. Yeah, there's some little dimples there, kind of just below your waistline. Okay, we got it. Your kidney area. A little uh, lower than that. <laughs> They're named after the Roman goddess of beauty because I guess she looks like a butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a butt crack with two little eyes on, on either side, the little dimples. She's got, she's got a vertical mouth. Our, our next word is glabella. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy's your mission. And that's why I think it's a good that again? You know where your globella is. Globella? Oh, I got oh. a big globella. I, got, I need to go on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> you got any ideas where your globella is at, Terry? Um, say it again. Globella. Globella? On my It's Oh, it's below the bella, belly. It's, um, it's my finger. <laughs> Do you have your finger below your belly? Wow. You better well, stop playing there. <laughs> playing he like thought that. he had a big glabelly, but... This is actually a flat area. The flat area between your eyebrows is your glabella. Oh. Yeah, mine's not too flabby there. 
It's kind of bushy. It's usually a nice flat area, but it says some people, of course, have the odd hairs or the unibrow. Our, our dad used to have a dimple there because he had a, a mole removed and it made a left a, left a little divot in, his, in between his eyes. Hmm. It says if you pinch that area, it can somehow you'll know if you're dehydrated. You're oh, dehydrated. Oh. If you pinch the, like the bridge of your nose right up by there, it can help relieve a headache sometimes. If you lift and pinch it and it remains in that air, that shape, it means you're dehydrated. Sign uh. of dehydration. Our next word. Work on that grammar, you should know is uh, lunula. The uvula? Loon. You just that little punch back in the back of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> the little hangy downy thing in the back of your mouth. The uvula. Lunula. Huh? It starts with an L, this word. Oh, a luvula. Lunula. It's, it's like a sponge, those louves, those sponges. So if you have a really fuzzy uvula that's kind of like scratching, it, it's a luvula. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> mm. Well, this word. Actually, is or it means the little white moon that you have at the base of your fingernails. Oh, mm. I, I was hoping you would say somewhere with another. I was thinking the little white moon on the base of my spine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, fingernails. Other, yeah, we got it. The other yeah. word you said for the punching bag, I was going to ask you what that, if you guys knew what that was called, because I had to call George's doctor once and I didn't know what it was called. And he said he's afraid he's going to choke on it because he's coughed so much. It hang, it's hanging down his throat. He said, call and ask if I can, is it possible to choke on my punching bag? And it's like, okay, you're going to make me sound really, really stupid when I call a doctor because I don't know what that thing's called. Yeah. You know that thing that Tweety Bird punches on Sylvester the cat? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they knew what it was called. Yeah. Let's see. Come on. I thought I'm that was for my Get left. to the next bookmark here. Like I could care less. Let's Feltrum. Feltrum? Filtrum, with I think probably an F or a PH. Filtrum. I thought you said field trip. Yeah, field me too. It's a part trip. of your body that has to go on field trips. Yeah. Like Terry's teeth, he takes them out and go on a field trip. <laughs> the filtrum. I got to make sure if I put them in my pocket, I don't bite myself. Yeah. Well. You better slow down and use the right pronoun. You guys must be get tired of guessing. Yeah, I this, don't even know. On my field this trip. word is the area between your top lip and under your nose. That little. Oh face. yeah, I, I, I was always going to just say that just to pull out a wild card, but yeah, yeah that would have been just a guess. <laughs> Mustache. Yeah. 
the middle of your mustache. Yeah. Girls wax it, boys shave it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And little kids let spot run down it. Uh, so they can lick it off. It's like a little funnel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shorter list. There was only seven, but we didn't have the bonus one about it. I think there was eight all together. Did there have many body parts that nobody knew the names of? Unless you want to say you got a knee, you know what that is? <laughs> I got a knee. Yeah, it reminds me of a joke I heard this morning on Twitter. It was like my my big weakness with not knowing Greek mythology is my Achilles elbow <laughs> instead of Achilles heel. <laughs> yeah, body part. You want to know something? What? It's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Hey, but now it's time for a top ten list. Top ten. Yeah. Yeah. I have today. Top ten. Uh. Bizarre sports you've never heard of. All right. So, number 10. Is parahawking. It involves paragliding with hawks and falcons. Yeah, you, you attach hawks to your arms and say, come on, step off a cliff. <laughs> I got hawks on my arms. They use hawks, falcons to find thermal wa- wa- you know, waves, the right. updrafts. Oh, that's all and there you can like hang glide with a hawk. So. Yeah, and you see where to go. <laughs> you watch them. We go. I remember years ago in St. Louis Zoo, there used to be an eagle that only had one wing. And then um, I don't know, some time ago, uh, there was a zoo employee who felt sorry for the eagle, and he was also into hang gliding. So he took the eagle up hang gliding with him one day, hmm. and they took some film footage of that. It was on the news. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. And then, uh, number nine. Girl chasing. All right. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my entire sport. teenage life. It was it was just nonstop. It's it's actually a sport. Is it? You know, the, girl, the pretty girls run the fastest because the ugly ones like, catch me, catch me. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place with a girl on a horseback and and boys, boys are on the horse and they chase the girl. The girl has a whip. <laughs> to keep the boys away. <laughs> <laughs> and the boys don't have a whip. There's a predetermined finish line. The boys have to catch the girl before she gets to the finish line. If they catch the girl, they win a kiss. 
If they don't catch the girl, the girl gets to beat him with the whip. <laughs> All right. See, I knew it was for the boys. <laughs> Why didn't you catch me? <laughs> you didn't catch me. Smack, smack, smack. You didn't catch me. Smack, smack, smack. Um, um, <laughs> number eight. The Calcio Storico. It's a violent mixture of soccer and boxing. Oh, oh soccer and boxing. It's like kickboxing. It's an soccer. Italian. Or you do head headbutts and you do kicking, no hands. Right. <laughs> Goes back to the 16th century, involves punching, headbutting, choking. Oh, wow. There are some rules. You cannot you cannot kick anybody in the head or sucker punch them. <laughs> oh. oh. There is a ball and a goal line. <laughs> a ball and a goal line? And so you like fight your way down the field. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> and I guess like soccer, you can't touch the ball, but you can beat each other up, okay? Uh, um, yeah, while you're punched with your hands, you're kicking the ball off your feet. Now, this one just has a funny name. <laughs> uh, Number seven. Cock-baroo. Cock-baroo. Wow. It's like badminton, only with like these turkey fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken you know, fighting. It is like football, but you use a dead goat. Yeah. <laughs> football with a dead goat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that dead. And, uh, the, the players are on horseback, and the, the object is to get the dead goat into the opponent's end zone. Not, not, I've played football with a teddy bear before but not <laughs> as, a dead goat as, as the football <laughs> not a dead goat i don't know how they do that so on horses it sounds like polo yeah you know they use sticks and flop it around or they drag it and whip it up in there i don't know but um number six A newt ear pulling. What kind of ear pulling? Newt? A newt. In newt. Anyway. It's a sport that they love to play in the Arctic. Yeah, probably Inuit. It's a type of an Indian tribe. It's a it's a game to play to test your endurance to pain. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, when the weather gets cold, it's not what's up behind it to take the finger and flip your ear. That does hurt. <laughs> they, we got to tell Stevie they played in the Eskimo Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, right there alongside curling, I guess. Huh? It's a two person game. You tie a string around your opponent's ear and you pull on it <laughs> and see you know, how much pain they can endure. Ow. Ow. <laughs> they should have a game where it's like like 
baby chest hair pulling where you hold an infant in your arms and pull your chest hair off of you. <laughs> ow! Ow! Stop it, kids. That's <laughs> funny. Grandpa, I'll do it again. Number five. Spinning. Spinning? That's bicycle riding a stationary bike. Spinning. <laughs> Is a sport of, you know, they they have a thing where they spin and with a ribbon and stuff like that. But this form of spinning is used with race cars. Huh. <laughs> oh, I was going to say you hold the kid by the ankles and you spin him around a yard. You just turn in circles and <laughs> spin the kid around. And um, then you Lego. throw him. Lego. See how far you can throw. Where spinning throw? In South Africa, they put oil on the roadway, on the racetrack. And the object is to do donuts and make your car spin. Oh, I guess whoever but, does the most spectacular spin wins. But <laughs> while the car is spinning, the driver is supposed to hang out the window or open the car door and try not to fall out. <laughs> That's the oh, wow. It sounds like a bad day at the races. They're like, look at that car. He hit the oil slick and he spun out. Let's just make that the whole sport. Hit the oil <laughs> slick, spin out. Oh, look, he's hanging on. He's hanging on. Oh, he didn't make it. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. Um, number four. German walk racing. Walk racing? Oh. Yeah. We used to call it Volks marching, but still. Yeah, uh, I think I've seen that before. Well, they, they just walk in a race? They, yeah, you just, you just do it like a speed walk. Oh. Right. It started off as a gimmick, but now it's more form of racing. Walk downhill. That's it to that sport. Walking fast downhill. Whee! Yeah, you, you throw your hip into it so you get the long stride. And you, you have your, your arms up, you know, almost pumping like you would if you're running, but not quite. Yeah, huh. it's really good. If you ever remember seeing Doctor Detroit, that Dan Aykroyd movie from years and years ago, it it starts out with him doing that speed walk. He's speed walking through campus. Huh. And number three. Uh, wait a minute. Deaf diving. What? What? Deaf diving. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? That's where you dive in. You it isn't hear. all diving deaf diving because you can't oh. really hear well underwater. Okay. It's, it's death. D-E-A-T-H. Death. Oh, death. Death diving. What? That's, you throw dead people in? You you, you you dive and you cut yourself and the sharks come. No. It's an extreme <laughs> belly flop. Uh. <laughs> um, it's, it's a 
sport. A sport for in, fat kids. In Norway. I got lots of belly to flap. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place in Norway. and Of course. You jump from 10 meters high with your arms and legs spread out wide in an X-style fashion. Yeah. And just before you hit the water, you curl in and do like a cannonball. But wow. sometimes people don't make it. <laughs> belly flop. Yeah. Probably once your belly hits the water, then you curl up like that because it hurts so bad. <laughs> now, 10 meters, that's like, you know, three, six. Well, nine. it's somewhere 30 feet or more than 30. Uh... Uh, 10 well 10 yards so yeah. over 30 feet 35 feet that's pretty high number two <laughs> kudu dung spitting Kudu dung is. spinning. That's that's a sport with dung beetles. And you spit yeah. them to see who can spit them. them the farthest. <laughs> it is a sport of spitting antelope poop. <laughs> antelope poop, like a top. You, Look, you, let me spin this little antelope poop like a top. Not spinning, spitting. <laughs> oh, it's spit. More people. Your mouth and spit it. So you put it in your mouth and you spit it. More people. Yeah, if it hit my mouth, I will be definitely spitting all right. <laughs> More people like to watch the sport than to participate in it. Yeah. It, but yeah, I would it, definitely uh, be spitting if it hit my mouth. Uh, I wonder a, how they discovered that sport. It's so a like, South African sport. too close behind the antelope and all of a sudden it took a dump on their face. <laughs> And then where you take a pellet of of uh, antelope poop, the antelope kudu, as they're called, and put it in the, putting the kudu doo in your mouth and seeing who can spit it the furthest. Yeah, I, maybe somebody thought the little pile of antelope pellets was like little malted milk balls. Hey, buddy, try one of these. Yeah, all right. Ah. It's hard to say who the winner is when everybody has a mouthful of poop. Yeah. I won. I had poop in my mouth. Uh, yeah, that's not winning to my book. <laughs> Eat poop and die is the phrase I heard. <laughs> they, they don't know exactly who started it, but they imagine it's similar to spitting watermelon seeds. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I would rather spit watermelon seeds. <laughs> yeah. Somebody uh, somebody picked it up, thought it was food, and went, <laughs> uh, and somebody said, hey, do that again. <laughs> that went pretty far, but I can make it go farther. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number two, about number two. Uh, and what's so, the number one? Number one is it's about peeing, right? Is how far can you pee? Camel wrestling. <laughs> what wrestling? 
camel wrestling. Camel. Oh. <laughs> With the camel toes, you know, camels. Joe Camel and the camel toe. They Do take, people wrestle the camel or camels wrestle each other? They, uh, camels are nationally combative when they know that they, when they might get to meet. When they, so that what they do is they, uh, they wait till mating season and they put a couple of camels together. The males are introduced to a female in heat. Then the two males are turned loose in the in the wrestling ring to wrestle. They duke it out for the woman. Huh? Uh, it is over when one camel knocks the other camel out, knocks it down, or makes it run away. That lady's bad. And that's all. I, I thought maybe she, they introduced to the camel and heat, and she was going to fight. In this corner. There better be a big them. fighting ring because camels are huge. They can't be. Yeah. I was thinking like chicken fighting or dog fighting. They're small animals, but camels? Holly wrestling. Female out of here. Camel mud wrestling. The camel wet t shirt contest. They're fighting for the camel toes. Wow. And their trophy is the female camel. That's all Jeez. I got for my top 10. This that week. was a crazy top 10 this time. Oh, yeah, that was. Health Sleep Podcast Network. HPN, in conjunction with Protectors of the Book, presents Quest for Truth. Now located at life-truth.com. Seeking the truth about God, faith, and the Bible. Life Truth, comparing worldviews in a casual setting. Digging deep into the Bible and its challenges. Here are your podcast host deputies, Keith Heltsley and Nathan Caldwell. And now, here are your hosts. Oh, come on. Do I really have to read this? They're charming, handsome, and the most wonderful men in the world. Oh, somebody, please shoot me. Keith Helsley and Nathan Caldwell. No, they send me out of the room when they say things like that. Well, now that all that craziness is over with, <laughs> it's our anchor topic time. And on the schedule is orientation and mobility. But do we want to circle back and have Terry talk more about his stuff? Did you get anything that you can use for orientation and mobility? A new like, GPS thing, right? Victor Reader. Victor Reader. Yeah. I got. I mean, pick a feature of how to use it and just kind of <laughs> run with that. Well, there's something else that I discovered too. Um, that's iPhone related. Uh-huh. It's a new app. Well, I don't know if it's new. Some people, I've never heard of it till I listened to Apple Viz, which by the way is on the podcast. It's no space, A-P-P-L-E-V-I-S. But there's a new app called Envision AI. It's very similar to seeing AI, but it's a little different. I'm still trying to figure it all out myself, but 
It's very similar to seeing AI. You envision it instead of see it. So it's like mental telepathy. Yeah. Well, from when I listened to that podcast the other day, it automatically takes the picture as soon as it's, you know, and uh, seeing AI, no edges are visible before you take the picture. Well, it said it on that app too, but once the edges are visible, it'll click the picture. I have, I can do a demonstration here real quick. Now, who, who makes it? Because I'm thinking in Vision America, they made the uh, barcode reader that they I know they're still in business, but I don't know what they do anymore. I don't know who made it. I'd have to, I didn't finish the whole thing uh, podcast, but that's the part I heard on there. It'll just automatically start reading in the one mode if you don't see something. Yeah. But the other, if you wanted to take a picture, and it can talk in different languages. I don't know if seeing AI does that or not. Um, I don't think seeing AI does. Magnifier. Okay. Oh, and it has first a magnifier. It, I forgot about that. You got a magnifier. Yeah. Okay. And if I flick to the right. Reading in English button. Reading in English. Choose a language that you want to read. So you can change the language. The preferences. Make it speak in Korean. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm holding it over this box. Let me see if I can. And scan text button. Scan text button. Tab bar. Select it. Read. Tab one of five. Identify. Tab two of mm. five. Find. Tab three of five. Glasses. Tab four of settings. It's tab got five of settings. These tab are just things I'm clicking five. through. If you go glasses. back to tab glasses, find. Tab find. Identify. Tab identify. Select it. Read. Tab one of five. Read. So it's the different categories. All right. In the library. And I'm guessing like glasses is like you take the picture and see what's around your environment. Right. Yeah, it did have that. Hey, I wonder if you pointed at your microwave if it would read the what the buttons say on there. Reading in English. Button. Yeah, I know with my sing I had to read my keyboard. Reading in English. Read preferences. <laughs> Shift. Alt. Enter. Okay, here it goes. Entertainment in one mobile package, manware see things differently. Differently. Reactive. I'm trying to turn the volume up. It runs. Hold on. Five. Set volume to hundred percent. Let me try it. Start it over. Magnifier button. Oh yeah. Reading in English button. Read preferences. Button. I went to selected instant text button. Scan text button. Scan text. Read long, dense, and complex pieces of text. This feature works by first taking automatically continue oh, button. Come on. Read Take it. photo button. Oh come on. Single taking photo processing. Ye. Button. Export option. Play button. Selected. Ye. Pause anywhere. See things differently. Play button. Hmm. Well, it didn't do what I wanted Export it options. to. Button. Batch scan button. Capture multiple pages or documents. Back button. Take photo button. Not really take photo take button. Photo. Take photo button. Back button. Take photo button. When I did it before, just started insulin. reading reading the the box. Take photo. All edges are visible. But it's got this other voice there. But back button. Take photo button. Taking photo processing. I like to read or track. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it read it off of your device? Yeah, but there's more on the box that than just that. Scan document, heading, reader settings, button, it's not reader really track, presentation and entertainment, e-mobile package, track, uh, how, how's the lighting because the lighting matters? Nine, eight, nanware. See things, nanware. See things differently. Now, see, this is just my phone. Victor Reader. Voice. Save to library. But... Button, export option, play, button. <laughs> right, but it, maybe you're reading it. But now. And entertainment, e-mobile package, track, capital oh, D. There you four. go. Three, six, nine, eight. Nanware see things differently. Victor Reader. Play button. So it's got a different voice. I like that voice that uses, but I don't know which one that is. But that's uh, the new uh, Vision, Vision AI. AI. Yeah. I haven't downloaded it yet. I haven't. It used to. It. it used to be free for seven days, and then you had to pay for a subscription. Ah. Oh. They've changed it to where it's just totally free. Okay. Anyway, that's about that. On the Victor Reader, I noticed um, me and Jill were discussing it. I took on my old one, when I had the battery charge, I went to my the GPS uh, setting, uh, GPS mode, and I hit button number seven to go into the menu. And if you go to the right past your landmarks and your routes, the next one is uh, uh, import export. And so you can, you can, I hit export and it said export POIs or landmarks, export landmarks to SD card. And I said, Oh, so I hit enter and then it put all my POIs on my SD card. So then I, took my brand new SD card out, stuck it into my new Victor reader and did the same process. Only this time I did an import and bam, it put all of, all of my POIs huh. on my new Victor reader. So right. you, you can transfer them. All right. So yeah. if you want to share your POIs with me or Jill, we could take your well, Yeah, I guess you can do that, that too. Cause you can take the card out. And it's Cause Terry has POIs for everything. Theme. He does. He even put street intersections. I'm like, yeah, you dog in the park. Bing. So when I get going, I go, where are we at? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, mine usually just does that. Every time there's an intersection, it tells you. And if you're moving slow at walking speed, they'll tell you a lot more. But if you're in a car moving like faster than eight or 10 miles an hour, it, it doesn't read everything you pass by because it doesn't have time. Right. Car speed. Yeah. But, so if there's some place uh, special you want to put in there, then yeah, you put that in. Yeah. Jill's front door, the site of the broken foot. <laughs> no, that was at George's house up the street. Uh, but he don't live there no more. They moved to Benel. Oh, stalkers. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and because Benel is such a large town. <laughs> when I got this new one. It did like all of these have been doing. Update your maps. Would you like to update your maps? Update your maps. Right. Well, what I discovered is this brand new device on the internal memory. It had uh, twenty five gigabytes available. Oh wow! And on the book, the off the internet or on the SD card was seven gigabytes. You know, seven point something. Oh, so they, they up the memory on it. Wow. And so 
I think the maps take a lot of that memory, though. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, uh, the the maps they'll fit fill up a sixteen gigabyte card very well. But whenever you put POIs on there, it eats up some of that twenty five gigabytes. That's why mine's at fourteen gigabytes because I've got uh, I don't have a hundred POIs right now. I got seventy seven, but I don't have nearly that many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I might have enough to count on my fingers, maybe toes. <laughs> and then, uh, what else was it that I found different? The buttons are so Yeah. Well, there we have uh, some technology updates that uh, would help out with doing orientation, mobility, walking around and stuff, the GPS. And Terry's adventure with that. Fellas, <laughs> guess who's walked in from the Sunday papers? But now it's time for another adventure with email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? We do have one. This is from a listener says, I call this story New Cab Driver. Hi, TSF hosts, uh, Joe, Keith, and Terry. I was visiting New York City and needed to take a cab ride. The trip started without any trouble, but I needed to ask the driver some questions. Um, the, I tapped the driver on the shoulder to get his attention. The driver screamed, lost control of the car, nearly hit a bus drove up on the sidewalk and stopped inches before crashing into a, a front plate glass window of a store. We both sat completely in silence until the driver turns to me and says, look, man, don't ever do that to me again. You just grabbed the crap out of me. I'm sure he probably didn't say crap. <laughs> <laughs> I apologized and said, I didn't realize a little tap would scare you so much. The driver replied, well, sorry, it's not really your fault. Today is my first day as a cab driver. Before this, I drove a hearse. <laughs> Robert Reinhardt from Birdingham, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Thought the guy in the back of his hearse was tapping it by the shoulder. <laughs> I thought you were dead. Well, but he ain't even alive. So that's the email. And with our email done, it becomes time for final thoughts. Yeah. Uh oh. There's Terry's final thought. Uh oh. <laughs> Bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere till you fix it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like some kids I know around here. <laughs> and listen, if I was going to school and they're going anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, if you see a crime at an Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? Little eye apples of you? Yeah, eyewitness. <laughs> 
I get my breakfast cereal from a tiger, my insurance from a gecko, my toilet paper from a bear, and financial advice from a gorilla, it's people I don't trust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you heard about the movie Constipation? Eh, probably not. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's the name. <laughs> I had one of those. I had that same one. Well, well, strange old and actual <laughs> truth. Due to concerns about obesity, the governor of Texas has signed an executive order making it a crime to sell apple pie with ice cream. Thousands of protests will be demonstrating today, carrying signs that read, Remember the Alamo. The Alamo. <laughs> I changed my password on my computer today to incorrect. So then my computer will tell me my password is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, password incorrect. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Okay, that's right. That's what it is. (laughs) Well, I don't usually go that extra mile. But when I do, it's usually because I miss my exit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet right. Um, I'm so good at sleeping, I can do with my eyes closed. (sighs) Sorry, I'm being so late. I got caught up and enjoying not being here. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, let me tell you, I got gas for a dollar thirty-nine today. The only thing was it was from Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love puns about throwing things, but now I don't. It was just a fling. I put Jesus as my background picture and now my phone never dies. Yep. He's my screen savior. <laughs> okay. Speaking of puns. <laughs> Do you know what you call a laughing motorcycle? A Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would sound like that. <laughs> well, um, why is Peter Pan always flying? Because he never lands. <laughs> Peter Pan. I thought maybe it's too far to walk. Never like the birds. <laughs> I have to exercise first thing in the morning before my brain figures out what I'm doing. 
Stop it. No. You're making me sweat. I don't have any more. You two go ahead. Well, I got one more. I got one more here. I'm taking care of my procrastination issues. Just you wait and see. I had one more, but Jill's already done it and constipation thing came out. Oh, really? Uh, George told me that the other day. I didn't know it was something he made. Along that line, I posted one on Facebook today. Do you ever wonder if dung beetles ever get constipated? (laughs) They get spit out sometimes. (laughs) Wait, that wasn't dung beetles. It wasn't the beetle, it was the whole dung. Yeah. Oh, I know one. Next time you want to slap somebody, yell mosquito first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And especially if you have a dead mosquito already in your hand. <laughs> See, look, I got it. <laughs> you just say that dead mosquito in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Well, even if you smack them, sometimes it squishes that mosquito to nothing. Yeah, or or just drops onto the floor or something. Mm-hmm. If I'd have got that other one about changing my password to incorrect, I would have did that when I had to change my password on board yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, um, I guess we're all done with our final thoughts. So it's time of the, of the show where we'd like to wrap it all up. Hello, operator. Give, give me Wistful Vista 890. Is that you, Mert? This is your host, Keith, saying signing off. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That's really how we grow the most. But if you're going to be on your podcasting device or uh, wherever you listen to us, leave us a rating and review. Five stars. Say something nice about us. I hope. <laughs> but uh, hey, check out our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. Uh, hit our donate button, support us that way, or just send us an email. Leave us a comment. We need to have some emails for our upcoming 100th episode. So, yeah. And what's coming up for Jill next week? What's she going to say? Oh, I'm thinking I might do this one. Words that are made up from rap music and stuff and put in the dictionary. Made words up from rap Well, music. from TV shows or music. Words that have been popularized from uh, famous people and so basically kind of slang words that made it to the dictionary. All right. Yeah. My foot swelled up and my, I broke my arm. Don't. Computer chair. <laughs> well, then uh, we'll see everyone next week. And once again, thanks for listening. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com.